poker's legendary champions, next generation stars, and tireless ambassadors of the game, sharing their wisdom and guiding your journey to high achievement on the green felt. This is Tactical Tuesday on Chasing Poker Greatness with your hosts, Brad Wilson and John Chai. Welcome, 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 my friend, to another episode of the Chasing Poker Greatness podcast. As always, this is your host, the founder of ChasingPokerGreatness.com, Coach Brad Wilson. Today's Tuesday, which makes it a very tactical day. I'm joined by the one, the only, the wise man, Jonathan Chai. Not going to look too wise in either of these hands, <laughs> I think. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. I haven't so, actually seen the action, but tell us about the theme of today's yeah, show. Yeah, so the theme of these two hands is me um, trying out some donking uh, as a pre-flop caller on the flop. Um, I think just common, general common wisdom is that like donking is pretty fishy or not generally not a good play. Um, I don't know if that's where the word donk comes from, like because you're playing like a donkey. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, it okay, is exactly so. where it came from. So yeah, I mean, I give it a try. I think there are some times though, uh, like all that being said, I think there are some times where donking is like, you know, more than acceptable. I think it's like maybe a good play. And so I try it out in a couple spots. Um, and yeah, just kind of wanted to get your feedback on, on how, to, how to get better at doing this and maybe get better at recognizing spots where it's, uh, it's better than like just checking and you know, check raising or check calling, doing kind of the normal thing. Yeah, I would say that like the the solvers are pretty big fans of donking on specific turn cards um, and on specific flops given specific range compositions, right? Because solvers more looking at equity distribution and all of these things. And um, I don't know why donking feels so unnatural, right? But it feels like you just need the ghost of some dead fish inhabit your body to force you to donk. Um, it just feels, it just feels wrong. Um, for some reason. Uh, Uh, Not only does it feel like weird, but like, I don't know, like I haven't like studied any Sims for donking, at least donking the flop. And so everything from like size to like, is this the right board texture are going to be questions for me in these two hands. Yeah. And I, I think like initiative is, almost like a phantom, right? That we let kind of rule the decisions that we make. But the reality is, I don't even think initiative is like a real thing, right? It's like you have a turn card that uh, promotes lots of hands for the out-of-position caller. And therefore, the out-of-position caller wants to bet on these specific turn cards. Uh, You have certain flops that favor the out-of-position preflop caller, Therefore, the out-of-position preflop caller wants to bet on some specific boards. Um, it makes a lot of sense, but humans being what we are, uh, struggle, um, including yours truly. Uh, it's donking, it's a, it's a tough thing. Um, yeah. the, the weaker players among us, however, they, they enjoy donking and seem to be quite prolific at it. <laughs> yeah, it's not tough for them. Like, no, maybe, maybe I should be talking to one of them. Yeah, they, they don't understand. They, they don't understand the rules. You know, 
The other player has initiative. <laughs> you can't break the rule. Like, you can just bet. I know you have an option to check your bet, but, like, you don't take it. Who takes it's not it? not a real option. It's just not a real <laughs> option. Um, coincidentally, if you would like to uh, neutralize some flop leads, uh, I have a course, Nuffle. I would suggest investing in that. Um, all right. So let's look at this hand, Mr. Mr. Donkman. See how she goes. So this is a 500 NL hand where I'm in the big blind with Queen of Diamonds, Jack of Spades. The button opens to $11. Uh, fish in the big blind calls, or sorry, fish in the small blind. Eh, kind of funny. Maybe it is fish in the big blind. Uh, fish <laughs> in the small blind calls the 11. <laughs> yes. And John calls from um, the big blind. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that call. Um, the flop is 986. Uh, two spades and a diamond. Um, so I have two overs, uh, a back or flush draw, and a gutter to the nuts. Small blind checks, which is pretty much what we'd expect. I think most of the time we'd also expect me to check here in the big blind, but I decide to go ahead and try taking a stab at the swap. But puts on his donk and shoes and donks one third into the pre flop razor with your gut shot and. Overcards flop six, eight, nine, two spades. Sean has a queen jack with a jack of spades. I'm guessing that it just gets through and life is good and easy for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Nope. No. The At least the small blindfolds. We're not going to get like too crazy or too complicated. Yeah. So um, only one fish left now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> turns to king of spades so we have king wait, 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 wait. Or king, king, no, no. king of diamonds i mean uh oh you want to talk about the flop the decision yeah, like to size and like is this even do you think this is a good flop i think it's fine i think yeah. it's somewhat reasonable again this is a board that it's you're going to connect with quite often um you've got a hand that has some like natural bluffs on like you know a five or a seven um maybe even like an eight or a nine like those kind of cards. Uh, so I don't think it's like, it, it can't be the worst thing that I've ever seen. I, I also think that like the button's not going to be betting this flop um, at a high clip anyway. And, and they're likely playing fairly straightforward facing the donk. So basically I, I think the button's going to fold quite often, which will leave you heads up with the fish and the small blind, which I think is quite nice. Um so yeah, I'm on board with the donk, and I think your sizing is fine. You you could also go like half pot, but I think a third is fine too. Okay, so there's like two two things there, or like two qualities of this like flop texture that make donking reasonable. One is like at least reasonable equity for our range uh, as the caller in the big blind on this flop. Like for example, I don't think donking an ace king queen flop as a pre flop caller makes a lot of sense. But these like maybe middling boards, yeah. So I think there are two like qualities to this flop that make donking uh, acceptable, I guess, in our eyes. So one is like having pretty good equity, range versus range equity with the preflop razor um, on the button. I think these like middling boards is like really where it starts becoming like you know reasonable to start donking. Like I think an ace king queen flop would be uh, not a good flop to donk because my range as a preflop caller does not uh doesn't smash that board whereas like the razor has you know all the sets and two pairs and stuff um and then i think like the really really good boards even better than 986 two tone would be like the low 
rundown boards, like the six, four, four threes six. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Four five, six boards are, are you know, uh, maybe I even have a, a slight equity advantage um, on that board. Uh, I guess like maybe one thing to talk about that's like really minor point is that maybe one reason not to dunk swap is that a small blind calling the fish just has maybe like smashes this board texture even harder than I do. Maybe, um, but I mean, like they, they may smash it, but I think that it's not the end of the world. Like I, I think a lot of the hands that, that smash this board just start by check raising, which gives you a pretty good path to barreling if they don't check raise. Mm-hmm. So I think like, it's not, again, it's not the end of the world. Like if they check raise big and you have to fold your queen high, then you're folding a gut shot with overs. It's not like the most painful thing in the world. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the second point, the second thing I was going to say uh, after flop texture is, and I guess this is sort of a, a function of flop texture is like, this is a situation where we would expect the button to be checking back quite frequently. And so we're unlikely to get a check raise in um, with our hand because, you know, the button could easily just be checking back, you know, a hand as strong as aces on this, uh, on this eight, nine, six flop versus two players. So yeah, I think those two things in conjunction are sort of what I'm looking for as well um, when I'm deciding whether to dunk or not. I think it's reasonable, John. Reasonable situation. Let's see what you do here on the turn. So to recap, the board is king, nine, eight, six, the king, nine of diamonds, the eight, six of spades. You've got queen, jack, high. Um, You decide to bet 70% on the turn and the villain calls. Biggest thing here is like, I think I, I do like a bet, but I don't really like your sizing. You want bigger? Yeah, I think like 1.5x. I think bigger is definitely better here, I yeah. think. Because we're Again, already kind of polar on the flop, but we're definitely polarizing on this turn, like the king of diamonds. Like we have sure. two pair plus, like maybe not even two pair, like maybe just like set plus and uh, and draws. I think you have two pair like at, yeah, I, I mean, probably two pair plus. I, yeah, probably two I, pair. I would imagine you betting eight, nine. Um, but yeah, I I think like 1.5 X makes a lot more sense here than 70%, especially like, as you said, you know, even though your bet was small in the flop, it it is pretty polar. And so like just 1.5 X makes a lot more sense to me than 70%, uh, giving their bluff catchers just a really great price to appeal and realize additional positional advantage. Turn size as well. I think just going really, really polar starting from the turn is, is uh makes a lot of sense cool so we have our first little fumble and now we have a four liner the river comes a five of hearts and now you decide to throw out the big bet on the four liner um and i don't know that this bet makes a lot of sense really i think this five is almost certainly better for villain now that we've like broken down the hand and talked about like what your range is, you've got like sets and two pair. Right. Like I'm um, no longer betting those hands on the river. Right. You're no longer. So you, now the hands that you're betting are like straights, straights. Yeah. which it's quite, it's kind of hard for you to have a straight, right? Maybe like a seven of spades, a seven of diamonds. Um, maybe even a hand like six, seven. Maybe six, seven. But I just. Like- Flopped straights, like the ten sevens and the yeah, the ten seven fives. Um, but 
villain's going to have like all the seven eight, all the <laughs> seven nine, all the king seven, all the six seven, all the pocket sevens. Like they're going to have so many different seven X that like I just have to imagine this card is much better for them than you. Okay. So what does that mean for our, our river action? Are you? I would check. Yeah, just give up. Yeah, I would just yeah. check on this card. Okay. Lots of cards I think are would be better to bet. Mostly static cards, but this one just changes things. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was sort of, I wasn't really sure what size to go on the river, um, and I was just like, well, I'll guess I'll do my best to maybe try out, try to fold out like two pair or like king x of spades or something like that um, with a pretty big bet. And then I was like, but I don't want to go that big because they just have a lot of seven x that is just going to snap off two x pot or three x pot jam or something. So I was like, kind of just stuck in a bind and i was like okay i don't know i'm just gonna bet this size yeah it's most likely that you should just be checking range on the river yeah i think that's right including 710 right just let their spades and diamonds just blast off when i have when i do have you know hands i can check all and then like yeah it's just way easier to manage my my range by checking range on this river yeah and you can also check raise to 710 and put their 7x in the blender Mm, too yeah nice yeah uh so end result we made our donk sacrifice of 118. Uh, villain calls, which is not not a good sign. Not, not, <laughs> a, good, not a good high. sign when you when you have queen high on a four liner. Um, and they do in fact have ace seven, so they even had all the ace seven offs in their range as well, which is quite quite uh, <laughs> well. Basically, they don't fold any sevens. Yeah, they're not folding any sevens. And I, I think, like, had you bet 1.5x on the turn, it's quite likely that they would have folded this seven. Yeah, this one would have folded, yeah. Um, but, say la vie. Donk, better. I think my, my exact time. hand and my suits are also, like, hilarious for bluffing the river. It's like, wow, I, I'm sort of hoping he has jack 10 or spades or diamonds. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I have a jack and a, a spade, spade and a diamond. And a diamond. Yeah, you have all the wrong cards. <laughs> I'm going to try anyways. <laughs> Well, once you start out being a donk, you gotta you gotta <laughs> follow through. <laughs> uh, commitment. We talked about that. Didn't it? Yes, Tackle Tuesday a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you gotta commit. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's see if this second hand you you can fare a little better when attempting out your new donk strategy. Stay tuned. In a world where a fish donk bets the flop. And you don't know what to do. One man, Coach Brad Wilson, has a surefire plan to neutralize flop leads and rip that dunk to shreds. Nuffle. Available now. Go to chasingpokergreatness.com slash nuffle. Rated R. All right. Welcome back from the break in this donkalicious episode. John, you want to start diving into your second attempt, at, second heroic attempt at donking? Yeah, so I'm in the big blind with 6-4 of spades, playing 5-10, no limit. The small, whoa, it's pretty much the same action as the last hand. Uh, the cutoff opens, cutoff is a reg. I guess the small blind is a fish. Um, don't remember exactly this hand was played a little while ago i call with the six four spades so we go three ways oh not a bad flop this time 
Swap the no. nuts on five three deuce with two clubs. Yeah, I have to imagine this. I mean, most likely would turn out better for you than the first. <laughs> uh, I guess there there you are some, some clubs on the turn. Yeah, so some bad things that can happen. <laughs> um, so you decided donk, and you know, as bigger this time, as the fish of old do. Uh, you size up linearly with the strength <laughs> of your hand here. So, <laughs> oh, I have gut shot with overcards. Let's bet a third. Oh, I have a straight. Oh, oh let's let's bet like sixty <laughs> percent somehow. There, yeah. yeah, let's bet more. Um, well done. And exactly like last time, the cutoff calls and the small blind folds. So now there is one seventy in the pot. Um. You have 927 left. The turn's a nine of hearts. Villain has you covered, by the way. And uh, you still have the nuts here. So I think I'm going to bet again. I would like to like try to set up for like a reasonable size overbet on the river, assuming the river's not, you know, some terrible card for, for my range or even my like exact hand. So I go pretty big here. I bet 125 into 170. And the cutoff calls again. Calls, yeah. Um, I don't think that you get to check the turn on this board, or I don't think you should check the turn, just because I think a lot of villains, like even their overpairs, are probably going to be fairly tentative about betting the turn and likely checking back. Yeah. Um, so I do think that you need to bet. Again, like we could size up as well. Yeah, just nine, go 1.5x or 1.5x as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that is something that I should be that I'll definitely try next time is uh sizing up even bigger on the turn. Um yeah, like there would be if you size up 1.5x, there would be like 600 in the pot, you would have 700 left if you so chose to overbet jam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would have been <clears throat> that would have been a or I would have I would be giving villain a better price on the river than the two X spot. Well, you still have the nuts. Oof. So now you're just gonna bet big, right? Yeah, I think I should only have one size here. I don't know what you think. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I have like you know my bluffs. Uh, not that you you need to know, but for the viewers, are gonna be like my clubs, my six sevens. Um, <laughs> yes, and we promise that you'll bet with six seven. Go rewind and watch the first hand and gut shots <laughs> with the overcards or prime donkey. Worst candidates. river ever, whatever. <laughs> Put it in. All in, baby. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I guess let's talk about it, right? Like, so let's think about like aces, which is one of the better hands that villain can have here. Mm. Is aces just like thrilled to call off versus two x donk rip? No, I don't think I, I don't think his bluff catchers are like ever thrilled to call. But I just I think that like a lot of them at least will <laughs> will like seriously consider it once everything breaks out. What would you do here with aces? Call. You just call versus two x jam. Yeah, I just I. <laughs> when the front door flush breaks and the gutters don't get there and the you know the four X doesn't get there, I, I I don't think I'd be able to fold the river with aces. Yeah, it's it's quite interesting because like 
I don't know. Like, if they have aces, I mean, a lot of times they have the ace of clubs. If they have the ace of clubs, then it's just like a clear fold, I think. Like, I just can't. I don't even know how much, like, that swings it because I'm just going to have, like, you know, in the big blind calling, like, I'm just going to have so many club club hands. Yeah, but, like, I mean, so many club club hands, but also that, like, triple off, bet big, multi-way on the flop with a fish in there. Like, maybe. It feels like you're more heavily weighted towards value, though. And you probably do have all combos of ace four, all the sets, um, and at least four combos of six four. Mm -hmm. So you do have a significant portion of value. And I don't know that like every single flush draw that you have donks big multi way. Okay. So there is some like dilution. And some of them are going to check the turn. Like my nine X of clubs probably fine, you know, check the turn sometimes or at least check the river. Right. And then you need to have like ace X of clubs that don't squeeze. Yeah. So ace six of clubs, ace right. seven of clubs, ace eight of clubs, not ace nine of clubs. Like ace deuce of clubs. Yeah. Ace, I mean, I maybe you don't, don't over bet jam with ace deuce of clubs, but like I could, it's just a more natural check on the flop, I would think. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I think the pairs definitely are, but if I was going to bluff, pair definitely it would be like bottom pair with some sort of backup i think and then like yeah i don't have like the king jack of clubs queen jack of clubs king queen of clubs those those sorts of hands no like because you three bet all of those pre right right so i don't think you have as many like clubs as you think you do six eight of clubs six seven of clubs seven eight seven eight of clubs maybe and then ace, I, I feel like ace, I could be like seven, pretty wide. I could like with the fish calling in the small blind, maybe I defend down to like, you know, hand like seven, four of clubs, eight, four of clubs, queen, four of clubs. Yeah. Those hands would be reasonable too. Yeah. But still, that's not a lot of hands that we've said. Oh, I feel like when you start adding in those suited broadways, those like broadways with like, you know, bad kickers, basically that, that starts being a lot. Like if, if king four, queen four, jack four. Yeah. Ace four off. There's 16 right there and deuces trays and fives that's nine that's 25 six fours uh, four more so that's 29 combos ah that is a lot of value it's a shit ton makes me want to bluff this lot way more now <laughs> well i mean go for it we'll come back next week on tactical tuesday we can show these uh these bluff attempts where you get this situation, but yeah, I think the reality is you, you have a lot of value here and, and like, it's hard to find enough bluffs really. All right. So you think smaller size on the river, maybe probably. Like yeah. Somewhere giving 90% or so like giving villain two to one at least. Yeah. I, I did not go small on the river. I believe you, you primed me with saying that you only have one size here on the river. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that one size is all of it. Yep. And sadly. Into the muck, ye old friend. Let's see what they had. Maybe just, a, maybe just nothing. Uh, ace nine with the ace of clubs. Yeah. Reasonable yeah. call on the flop, definitely. Obviously, has to call the turn and then has 
pretty easy fold on the river, I guess. Now that we've broken down the combos of the situation, I think it's a clear, easy fold. Yeah. Just having the ace of clubs is bad. You think going like 90 gets called by ace nine? Maybe. Doesn't really matter. But... Just gets no, called, I'm curious. Gets called more often than 2x jam. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I think good stuff here, though. You know, you are allowed to like put some sims in Pio for donking, right? And actually like see how, how the situations are supposed to work. No, I just like there. to put the money in there and see how it works in real yeah. life. <laughs> okay. Just get in there. Donk donk <laughs> about ten thousand more times and then we'll yes. we'll have some some good data and we can we can really look at it. Uh good stuff this week though. Thanks for the hands. Best of luck donking into the future, sir. Yeah. Next uh, week we'll we'll I I'm I'm this is for sure gonna be something that I'm gonna be doing more of. <laughs> Um, and by the way, for the YouTube listener, you can see we got our uh, Tactical Tuesday gear on. Going to be heading to Vegas in the next few weeks as well. So if you see me walking around with the Tactical Tuesday shirt on, come say hi. And uh, John will, I guess, say his magic words. See you next week. He won't see you, though. Only this time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Chasing Poker Greatness. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Go to ChasingPokerGreatness.com to get the newsletter. Join the Greatness Village community, book a coaching session, or dive into the latest data-driven poker courses. Follow the show on Twitter at CPG Podcast.